Time to go back to the beginning and do it all over again on Overview with Asteroid G. You're listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. With me, as always, is... We're Admiral Josh Schaefer. And... Educational Secretary... Queen Bee. <laughs> and I am Mike. I don't even know where my Starbucks went, Finkelstein, since we're doing this joke and carrying it all the way through. Uh, so, for today, we are going to be looking at... The whole of the Battlestar Galactica series, as if you couldn't already tell from the jokes we were making already, bad as they were. And we're going to start, as we should, all the way back with the 1978 original, which I finally had a chance to actually watch properly right before we started recording this podcast. I went and watched the pilot <laughs> episode for... You know, okay, that 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 your your reaction right there, Josh, leads me into being able to discuss the fact that Okay, I, I've only seen the pilot episode so far. I'm at some point at this going to go watch through the whole 24 episodes of that first season unless I somehow get bored with it eventually. But that first pilot episode was oddly compelling. <laughs> <laughs> have you watched any of it? Yes, I have. Okay, and? It's, it's a television show that was made in the late 70s. <laughs> okay, Maybe it's... It is a People's Choice Award winner. <laughs> I have a People's Choice Award. That doesn't mean shit. I, mean, I was going to say, did, did they have much of a choice in the matter? Like, how much choice were they given? <laughs> in 1979, six <laughs> annual People's Choice Awards, it won. What was it up against? <laughs> it was up for uh, Best New TV Drama Series. Oh, that's... That, that sounds pretty pretty specific right there, you know? <laughs> so Come on, it's Dirk Benedict, it's Richard Hatch. I like Richard Hatch. You know, the thing, is, the thing about the show is, okay, it's goofy. It is really goofy. But is it really that much more goofy than the original Star Wars or Logan's Run? Yes. No. No, it's <laughs> not. Genre. I, I love Star Wars, but Logan's run, run is equally goofy, though. Oh, I, actually, you know what? In comparison to that pilot episode, Logan's Run is so much worse. I watched that a few months ago, finally, for the first time, and uh, I have to wonder why everyone <laughs> likes it. I, it's, I, one of, it's one of Kat's favorites, Mike. I know. Our sister is weird. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for, for the old Battlestar Galactica, it was... It was what it needed to be. It yeah. was uh, very compelling. It was considered a drama. It was an evening drama. So, you know, it, it gave the daytime dramas a run for their money and viewership. For a time. Um, for it, a was, time. Well, it was it canceled was on, after one season. <laughs> well, it was <laughs> so good that the. From 1979 to whole 1980s. So. Just one season. One season. Like if it started in October and ended in January, that's 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 still two years yeah. technically, but one season. Yeah, I mean, it was it. I can see on the one hand why it has lived on as a beloved property, not even counting like the later like remakes and so forth that they did. Because there's, despite the goofiness of it, and oh my god, in the pilot, a really awful performance by Jane Seymour that is just oh, noteworthy for how bad it is, honestly. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that was, that was 
pre-Dr. Quinn days, Mike. Oh, I, I th- I'd have to go look at the dates, but I think it was post her performance in James Bond. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you and never, it is it? It also post her performance in uh, Jason and the Argonauts as well. <laughs> Girl got around in a lot of genre productions. Yeah, it was. She the, really did. It was yeah. the, the James Bond one where uh, the white man went and saved yeah. all of black culture. Yeah, live and let die. There you go, yeah. Live and let die. Yeah. So, Baron Samadhi. Yeah, she was actually better in that shitty movie with her, like, first performance ever than she was here in Battlestar Galactica. I don't know what it was. Maybe she couldn't invest in it. But she was terrible, okay? But, no, I mean, despite some of that and some speechifying, you know, just really bad speeches that Adama gives near the end of the episode and some goofy special effects and so forth, it the pilot has a lot going for it, and it sets up the bones of what would eventually come in the 2004 one. And let's just be honest about this. I mean, for a, a first episode of the season, it's pretty fucking dark for a TV show. Like, we all lose and the villains win, and then we're just straight creeping by afterwards. Well, here, we'll give you this. Jane Seymour was uh, started her career in 1969. So she was already doing lots of movies and TV shows before yep. she even got on Battlestar Galactica. And she, she was sucked here. the premier. No, she was a premier actress at that point. And she sucked so, here. I'm not arguing that she was famous. She sucked in this episode. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that her acting <laughs> may not have been on par for that part, but it could have been the writing too. Let's just not, you know, toss her off. And she was actually in three episodes. I'm I'm willing to toss her off because she was she was really not good here. That's just that's the long and the okay. short of that. But Fair enough. The, uh, the rest of the stuff around it, like even like the goofy actors that were in here, that you know they weren't at the quote unquote caliber of uh, Jane Seymour. I felt they gave a better performance and they were able to sell the material better and like just in general, just what the show was trying to do for it, especially when you like put it up against Star Wars from night like the year prior, which obviously this is trying to ape. Um... Star Wars is huge. Let's invest $8 million in a new TV show for NBC. Like, I get what they were going for here. Um, it has a very different tone. It's much closer in, like, darkness and, like, overall, like, bleakness to, like, Empire, which came out later, um, than it is to the first Star Wars movie, which is, you know, bright and hopeful and, yay, we defeated the evil Empire. There's no fucking defeating the evil Empire in this TV show. Well, aside from her being Serena on Battlestar Galactica, I mean, could it really match the performance of the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders that she did just a year later? I'm not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's move on from the uh, original show and Jane Seymour, uh, who thankfully okay. is not in the sequel or the pre. Uh, well, there's there's a bunch of stuff that comes afterwards. There's Battlestar 1980, which I have not watched. Uh, supposedly set 30 years after the original show, even though it came out like the next year. Uh, after Battlestar Galactica was canceled. Uh, has anyone here actually watched that? Uh, I've seen an episode or two. Many, many years ago. And? Oh, it's about as bad as the regional show. I, I think it was a little worse. <laughs> I <don't> know. <laughs> then they tried to do a revamp of it in 1999 that was like just a half-hour episode that went nowhere. Uh, and mm-hmm. the, the series really didn't take off again and become what you know, a franchise that everyone talks about until the 2004 show that started as a four-episode miniseries and then went on to be a four-season series on the Sci-Fi Network. Yes. yes. That's the one I think everyone's seen, right? Yeah, I think that's the one right. that everyone has not only yeah. seen but watched all the way through, 
and for the most part, rather enjoyed. Yeah. Until season 3.5-ish. The, 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 the last half of the last season, so the 4.5, I think, if you go by the DVD sets. Yeah. Like, it started going downhill at the end of season 3, but then it just couldn't find the bottom. Well, I know that of the three of us in here, Queen Bee, you are much happier with the final show that we got for 2004 than Josh and I are. It, well, yeah. I, I mean, it was much better acted. All the oh, actors overall. in it are, are superior to the Jane Seymour cheerleader. <laughs> Special um, effects and production value and writing and acting and the actors they chose and everything about that show. I mean, just for the fact that it's produced, what, uh, 25 years later, essentially. Uh, that is all so much better. It is a vastly improved show in general. But... Uh, on the overall, once you've watched all four seasons, you actually really like that show, and Josh and I feel like the last half of the last season ruins the show. Really, it was just the last episode. <laughs> oh my god, I, more I, than anything. I, like, can, I can agree with the end of the series where it, it kind of gets boring. <laughs> I mean, but I, I'm the kind of person who really liked soap operas back in the day, so I like to see the same characters, and I like to see how they progress, and I like to see where they're going with it. And I really like Katie Sackhoff, regardless of, oh, yeah. of anybody the else there. Edward thing. James almost is really good as mm-hmm. Commander Adama. Uh, Jamie Bamber as Apollo was very good. Was okay. I liked, I liked, I liked the, him. Uh, mm. the sexual tension between Katie Sackhoff's character, Starbuck and Adama, um, Apollo. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, there was. I, but my favorite character is Gaius Baltar, who I. Oh yeah, he was excellent. Previously, yeah. is that in um, the original he was a count, but and in the, the and the villain, and in the miniseries and revival, he's actually a doctor, which makes a hell of a lot more sense. And um, Trisha Helfer is amazing. So, with with all, she's the one who plays the number six, the Cylon. And so, Richard Hatch, he was good in too. So. Yeah, there's, there, there are parts of the new show that I think are really, really solid. I mean, you kind of hit up upon it there, well, the sexual tension that Gaius Baltar can have with pretty much anyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, look, here is a door. Let me play opposite <laughs> it. Yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> I, I really like him as an actor in, in general. James Callis is very good. I don't think I've seen him in anything that I didn't like him. But you do you do hit upon a special or a important detail and a major change that they made because just watching the original episode of the original show and then going and already knowing what what the new show was like because I've watched through all of it once maybe one and a half times um the like they the, they kept a lot of the same stuff you the thirteen colonies one of which is Earth and was lost years ago the various colonies getting blown up by the Cylons after a peace talk. Uh, the only surviving Battlestar that we know for most of the show being Battlestar Galactica, and then, like, the dregs of humanity following them. Like, beat for beat, a lot of the stuff is the same. The major change they made was that Gaius Baltar is not an evil count. He's basically a useful idiot who accidentally helps to ensure the Cylons blow up all of Earth. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think he was doing the right thing for the wrong reasons in his head, and it ended up being the wrong thing for the wrong reasons. Right. Yeah. Correct. So. And then the yeah, show. So. 
And then in comparison to the original show, they layered on a whole bunch of mythology and trying to put a bunch of, like, lost twists in there, because this came out in the era of Lost and all of, you know, the... There's, there's so many mysteries going on, can you figure them all out? When, in the end, the producers didn't really know anything they were doing, and they were just writing shit as they went along. Well, I think in the very beginning, in the from the original series to the revival... They were trying to connect this show to modern 1980s at the time and now uh -huh. 2000s. Yep. They're trying to basically say these people who already went through this are our pre, you know, our forefathers before, well, before show, Earth was Earth. In yeah. the new show, yes. Not in the original show, because something that they're very explicit about is that they came from Earth. And then when uh, Battlestar 1980 came out, they specifically said that the show was set at least 30 years after the Apollo moon landing. Okay. Which is kind of weird, but okay. Like, timelines don't work if you pay attention to them, but no one's watching uh, Battlestar Galactica <laughs> for it to make sense in the original show. I mean, yeah. So, but no, the, the new show does try and pitch it once you've watched the last episode, and this is where that show especially loses me, that instead of being a future for humanity that we've been watching this whole time, we've been watching our ancestors from thousands of years ago, and then they land on Earth and decide, let's blow up all our technology because that gives us too much of an edge, and let's be cavemen again, and like somehow start the human race all over again, and also some of us are going to live on as ghosts for like <laughs> eternity. Like, what? Yeah, I did like the low-key uh, them straight up talking about banging some cavemen, though. <laughs> I know, right? These guys look like we could breed with them. Really? Really? Like, uh, uh, <laughs> that's the first thought on your mind when you get, I guess so. When you <laughs> the ship, what can we bang? That's, that's really what yeah. I mean, the main part is. Edward James almost does, it was a oddly handsome man, but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think, I don't think the breeding would work with you, with you two. I'm just saying. <laughs> So the next one after Battlestar was Caprica. So oh God. how much do we hate Caprica? Oh because my God. It was, yeah. it was terrible. I tried to like it. <laughs> you got further than I did. I managed to watch a single episode of it and was like, this is boring. And even though I watched like the unrated version that had some nudity in it and like cussing, I'm like, this is not enough for me to actually care about it. You have not crafted a story that is interesting to me in the least, especially because of the fact that Caprica was a prequel to the original show from 2004. And it's like, all it was doing was basically setting up the bones for the original show, which the original show also already showed us. Like, nothing about this show made it compelling. Not the writing, not the setup, not the acting. Caprica was boring. The cinematography wasn't terrible. <laughs> okay. But, but that was about it. Wasn't there something like they were creating VR so they could have, like, Demolition Man sex or something? Uh, I think that's where the story was going. <laughs> I, I honestly can't remember what the point of the story was. I mean, appreciate good social distancing. I like that they put that in there, even though it was like 20 years earlier than it needed to be. But geez, guys. <laughs> okay, so, so Caprica is basically a, pre a prequel, which is yep. what you guys have said. Yep. And it is set uh, on a titular planet. Caprica. 58 years before the events of Battlestar Galactica. Was it really that far up before? That's yeah. for Wikipedia. So, yeah. thought... Because wasn't it or, or Obama? Oda Adama. Jesus. Adama's dead. And not actually was Adama's dead? I remember the, and Adama. I didn't realize it was the dad. It's be it's kind of like a Romeo-Juliet kind of theme, where it's between yeah. the Adamas and the Greystones. Oh. 
and okay. then the creation of the Cylons. That's what this entire show is about. <laughs> it, okay. it didn't work. Like, it yeah. could have been really cool, but they just... I don't know what they were thinking. Oh. Well, they uh, they pretty much weren't, at, like, from the third season on at this point. Because let's, let's be clear. Like, the first two seasons of the 2004 show are really, really good. And then oh, they, yeah. they find a planet they decide that they're going to settle on. I think they called it New Caprica. Um, and then, like, somehow the Cylons magically show up again, even though they've been, like, half-defeated right beforehand. And they take over, and then the show just kind of padded out its ending for another two seasons, because it never quite knew what to do after the humans settled down the first time. Like, it lost its sense. Yeah, when, uh, I forget the character's name all of a sudden, Richard Hatch's character became president for, like, that four episodes. Yeah. Like, it just kind of started going downhill. And they, like they tried. Said. There were some times where it got compelling again. Like, the mystery of who the Cylons were finally getting answered was something. Up until you realize that no one that they chose to be a Cylon really made sense, and they were just randomly picking people out of the cast. Um, and, like, the whole, like, slowly clearing out all the potential, like, Cylon, uh, um, Cylon supporters from the crew and, like, Casting them out into space added a weird little dark twist for a little while, but like it didn't really have the compelling energy at the first two seasons of like the chase across the stars did, and then it just kind of fell apart. And everything that came after Caprica and Blood and Chrome and the plan and Razor and everything else they were trying to do was just like, let's just like explore all these bits of backstory no one cares about that don't really matter and we've already kind of answered with the main show but we need to bleed this for as much as we can yeah i can't remember which movie i think it was razor that was the one with the other ship that just randomly yeah. showed up yeah the battle like, that, razor. Made, that never made sense to me like no it was just gosh so, the reason like, you I, don't remember richard hatch's character's name is because it's boring it's tom zarek that that's no right. Nobody's gonna, re gonna remember that. So, like, <laughs> the most boring name possible for a character who is both in the original and the remake. Tom. Yeah, you yeah, got like Tom, Apollo really, and Adama and Starbuck <laughs> and Tom. Well, Adama is the last name. Well, yeah, but it's so. still an interesting one. Is there? It's an interesting last name. Yeah. It has a Z in it. Sure, yeah. but Tom really. I don't, I don't know. How many Z's do you have in your name, Mike? Five, but they're all silent. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know you were Polish, too. <laughs> He's a proper Jew. He has at least five Z's in his name. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, no, I think the, the show basically peaked with the first couple seasons and then never really knew what to do with any of its extended property or itself even past that point. Uh, which may explain why, at this point, NBC has twice tried to reboot it since then. Yeah. Yeah. They had uh, Brian Singer attached at one point, which, I mean, in retrospect, was a terrible idea. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, because he's a creepy bastard. Uh, they had Brian Singer attached at one point to do a movie, a uh, reboot movie, full-fledged. Full just like he was attached at one point to do a Logan's Run reboot movie, and I think we all can see what's happened. Soon after his, all the creepy stuff about him really came out, the studios were like, we're going to find a different director for that. And in the case of Battlestar Galactica, they decided they were just going to go back to it being a TV show, and they're now producing it to show up at some point eventually on the NBC Universal Peacock Network streaming service. Which... Which 
I'm probably going to have to get for at least a little bit. Just so you can watch that? Oh, no, Psych the Movie 2, or Psych 2, the movie. Oh, okay, yeah, because you're a huge Psych fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I likely will not be getting it, because I already have enough streaming services I subscribe to. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. If it shows up on Hulu at some point, I'll totally watch the shit out of it. It's but like, supposed to be rebooted this year, but it's probably not going to show up until no. next year because of COVID. So. No, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that was like that. Like the CW shows, they were sitting there going, okay, we're going to plan for the next season and we're going to have it. And now the next season of most of their shows has been delayed till at least January of 2021 because there's right. just no way to ramp up production on any of this stuff right now. Right. So. But yeah, I mean. Uh, Peacock. I, yeah. We don't need 80 billion streaming things, but that's, you know, that's a different conversation that we've actually had before. <laughs> so, if we're going to pick out any one Battlestar Galactica we would recommend to people, what would it be? The new one. Which the episode? Or... The 2004 the run? Yeah. Uh, the 2004 to 2009. Yeah, definitely. In the first two to three seasons, and then after that, you can pretty much blow it off because it's no longer interesting. Yeah. I mean, but a, it's okay. it's still better than, than Game of Thrones. That, well, I, well, say, that, uh, I don't know. I, 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 I we can argue about that, but uh, it did get a ninety five percent Rotten Tomatoes. So thirty five. Star Galactica, ninety five. Oh, okay. I was like, that sounded really low for a second there. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it really does come down to that last half of that last season, which is really terrible. I think, honestly. If you were to do like a edit of the last episode of the second season where you just kind of cut it right before the Cylons show up and it just looks like the humans have settled into New Caprica and are happy and everything, you can have a really compelling two seasons of TV and then just walk away going, well, that was great. Thanks, humans. Well, if you're interested in who might be in the cast for it, we uh, for the, the remake that's coming up in 2021, we can tell you that it's probably going to be Palmo Connicket. Kansi, McClure, Michael Hogan, and Aaron Douglas. So not compelling names at all. What, where's no, all Vancouver actors, and this was announced at the Fan Expo in Vancouver 2020 panel. Wait, did you, say Michael, did you say Michael Hogan? Uh, Michael Hogan, yeah. Didn't he play the uh, the EXO in Battlestar? I was just going to say, I'm out until Jane Seymour is brought back in. <laughs> Yes, Michael Hogan, Canadian yeah. actor, same actor, correct. Really? Yeah. Who's he? Who's he playing this time? Uh, it doesn't say. It just gives oh. us the actor. Because uh, Ty was one of my favorite characters, so I'm happy that he's back. Maybe he gets to be Adama this time. Maybe. Uh, or cool. or I Baltar. <laughs> I don't know. I can't see anyone other than James Ed- Edward. Okay. James Edward. Right. Okay, yeah. so uh, yeah. Ty, uh, the, the, or uh, Michael Hogan as every single Cylon. And then Jane Seymour as Adama. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> you could definitely pull it off, I think. <laughs> well, I mean, or you could use, you could put Jane Seymour as every single, single Cylon, and then her wooden acting from the original Battlestar would play out perfectly. <laughs> or. Are you a Jane Seymour hater? I am right now because of that fucking episode. <laughs> I love Jane Seymour. No, I mean, she wasn't bad in that James Bond movie I watched, and I didn't watch any. Uh, um, Dr. Quinn. I just really hated her in this episode of Battlestar. She was so bad. Well, you I mean, really hate her in Dr. Quinn. I kind of like Dr. Quinn, but I don't like it because of her. I like it because of the guy she's with. So. Okay. 
What they should do is just bring Kate Mulgrew and Jerry Ryan back to be in space. Oh, yeah. So, that would be good. I'd watch that. But yeah. they're in Picard right now, so I'd rather watch Picard. Yeah. Well, Mulgrew is not. <laughs> Jerry Ryan is, but Mulgrew is free to do whatever she wants. She could go play a compelling uh, Admiral Adama. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Let's bring it back. <laughs> well, no, Mulgrew right now, isn't she? She's in uh, Orange is the New Black right now. Didn't that show end? That ended. Yeah. Oh, did it end? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe she is looking for something new then. I didn't watch past the first season of that show because I hated it, but. Listen, that man. <laughs> it, it, like, after season three or four, it was just like, okay. Was that after they landed the prison on another planet and made New Caprica? Yes. Okay. And then the board came and assimilated them. Yeah. Yeah, A lot of stuff. Katie Mulgrew. (laughs) She is in uh, Mr. Mercedes, a TV series. She's in another one called Infinity Train. She's in everything. She has been (laughs) acting since the 70s, as far as I remember. She is in everything. And she's Uh, brilliant in everything. She's in 1975 is when she started. She's really good. And she is currently coming into The Magnificent Myersons. I guess it's another post-production Maybe yeah. a movie, maybe a pilot. Yeah. I mean, it's not Battlestar Galactica, so. Mm-mm. No, it's not. She's never been in Battlestar Galactica. Which is exactly why they need to cast her in it now as a Dama. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Let's do it, Hollywood. <laughs> so. We got anything else about this? Uh, no. What? Yeah. What? Who's your favorite character? Starbuck from the 2004 show. Okay, so you like her. Yeah, she's cool. She's a great, I mean, she's a great actress pretty much in anything. Even if she's in B-movie schlock or B-television show schlock, she'll, like, rise to the occasion and give a scenery-chewing performance. She's fun to watch no matter what. Yeah, I like her in anything she's in. Josh, who's your favorite character? Man, uh... Ty, wasn't it? I really like Ty, but I like most of the bridge people. Like, uh, was the, I think she was the communication Dewala, the... The lieutenant, she was really cool. Hmm. Um, Ty, obviously. The Dama. I like all of them. I didn't really have any issues mm-hmm. until the end. Until the end. When it got really yeah. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, cool. cool. Alright, well, uh, this has been Not So Life from Asteroid G covering Battlestar Galactica in an overview. I'm Mike Finkelstein, who needs to get another Starbucks. I'm assistant crew chief. Josh Schaefer. Got demoted wow, a lot, did you? Yes. <laughs> Damn. I'm still the education secretary, Queen <laughs> And we will see you next time. <laughs>